now. This week in sport history. So we've got something slightly different for this week in sports history this week. We've got one single event, but it is a crazy one. You've had this one in the holster for a while. I've had this for an entire year, (laughs) just waiting for it to happen. November 8th, 1978, one of the craziest basketball facts of all time and something I didn't know until just last year when I found this. Mm. Did you know there was a game between the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Nets involving Kobe Bryant's dad, Mike Bibby's dad, Tamika Catching's dad, and the father of Grammy Award winner India Ari. I hate it when you ask these questions because the only reason I know is because you've found these weird facts and then you tell and me. I've told you, yes. Yeah, so yes, I did know, but not before you told me. Good, because neither did I. I knew Mike Bibby's dad played, and yes. I knew obvious, obviously Jelly Bean Bryant, but uh, yeah, yeah. And and Harvey Catching as well, Tamika Catching's dad. Well, no, I didn't know about that, to oh, be honest. Yeah. yeah, or if I did, I forgot. There yeah. you go. But yeah, it gets crazier after all this. Did you know that Phil Jackson's first game as coach was while he was playing? Uh, I would have forgotten. There you go. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And it gets crazier still. Did you know there was a game where a player legitimately scored for both teams and is recognised on the box score for doing so? I did know that. Yes. One of those weird trade wrinkles. All of this happened when the Philadelphia 76ers hosted the New Jersey Nets. This was an awesome matchup. So you had Bernard King and you had Julius Irving. In the third quarter of this one, King was called for an offensive foul when he barreled into 76ers forward Steve Mix. After arguing the call, King was given his second technical by Roger McCann and was ejected from the game. Now, on the way to the locker room, King kicked a courtside chair and referee Richie Powers gave him a third technical, which you can't do. No. Certainly not at that level. My dad received three technicals multiple times coaching at at June but but not in the NBA anyway. So Nets coach Kevin Lockery jumps up to protest and Powers gave him two technicals as well, giving him three for the game and seeing him ejected. Phil Jackson, who was a player assistant coach for the Nets at the time, took over for Lockery, his first game as head coach of an NBA team. The Sixers went on to win the game in double overtime with Eric Money top scoring with 37 points. Aptly named. So everyone thought. Well, certainly no, he was aptly named. (laughs) But everyone thought that he'd had 37 The Nets protested to the league over the extra technical fouls and Commissioner Larry O'Brien suspended Richie Powers for five games. And they demanded that the game be replayed from the moment that King was ejected. The replay didn't actually take place until some five months later in March when the teams were due to play next. Yeah, ridiculous. Slight problem though. Trades! In that time, the 76ers and Nets were involved in a trade. Yeah which saw Eric Muddy and Al Skinner head to Philadelphia for Ralph Simpson, not Ralph Sampson, <laughs> Ralph Simpson, Harvey Catchings, and Cash. Cash. Don't know how much cash it was. Swing Cash. Swing cash. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you baby boy. That's that. one father that wasn't participating. About a tenth of a second. You did yeah. well. The league decided when the replay was due to be played that the players should play for their new teams because they could sabotage the result to aid their new teams. So Simpson, Catchings, and Money all played for both teams in this game and all were displayed under both teams in the official box score. Oh, it's bizarre. Eric Money scored four for the 76ers to go with the 23 he was accredited for the Nets for a total of 27 in the game. I challenge you to find me a stranger box score oh, no. in NBA history. Ever. You, it will never happen again. No. Like it's, it's remarkable. It is. Now, the 76ers still won the game, but in a turn of events, one of the matchups in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs that year was... You guessed it, the 76ers and the Nets. Had to be. The 76ers won the series 2-0 behind 28 points, 14 rebounds and 6 assists from Julius Irving in Game 1 and 24 points and 21 rebounds from Caldwell Jones in Game Number 2. Do you know Julius Irving was actually offered to the Knicks and they they didn't want him? 
Oh man, what a horrible decision that was. Mm. Yeah. But turn of events that was the reason they got Julius Randle. <laughs> Sliding doors. <laughs> you just wanted to say another Julius. Yeah. 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 But it, I mean, what a remarkable story this oh, is. It's, it's just, insane. it just, it, it really is insane. Mm-hmm. And we have seen games kind of stopped at a certain point and finished over, over history, but nothing quite like this. Nothing like that. No way. And just the, the fact they played in the playoffs as well. Like it's yeah. just nuts. Oh, yeah. It really is. This week in sport history. All right, Stuart, we have absolutely no time to talk about the NBA. Let's race through it. We need to talk about NBA at 75 or 76. Now, I relied on a stat in Wikipedia. We tried to slice it every which way, and it, it just wasn't right, was it? So- yeah, so one of the, the points, which I kind of wasn't sure about when you said it last week, was that the team for the 75-year anniversary had 62 MVPs. And we thought, where are the other 13? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, and we thought, okay, double ups. And, and we immediately cited Derek Rose and Nikola Jokic. And it turns out they were the only two MVP winners that weren't on the list. So, so what the hell happened? We have no, no Wikipedia's fucked up there. So sure. apologies. 73 MVPs. Yeah. Wikipedia is normally pretty good. But anyway. No. And as we mentioned in this week in sport, a couple of other guys we didn't mention last week, Bernard King, Bob Lanier. There's a lot of good names that missed out. Yeah. There really were. Anyway. All right. We'll smash through a couple of really quick things. Choke special next week because you'll be away on business and kind of alluding to chokes. How's this? This is monumental. So the the Boston Celtics led the Bulls 103 to 89 entering the fourth quarter last night. They lost 128 to 114. It is the first time in the shot clock era, so we're talking since 1954, that a team lost by 14 or more points after leading by 14 or more points entering the fourth quarter. If that's not a choke, I don't know what is. That is textbook. DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine have been spectacular. In fact, really, the whole Bulls team have been spectacular. But yeah, geez, watching those guys on offense, they are very, very hard to beat right now. And justifiably leading the Eastern Conference at 6-1. and one. And we were believers in the Bulls, but we didn't necessarily think they'd be 6-1. and one. Bullish, you could say. Yeah, we were bullish, definitely. But, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, certainly didn't expect Boston to be 2-5. and five. No, they seem to have some chemistry issues. We, we might get to them in the, yeah, in the well, future. Yeah, there's a few of them, like Milwaukee struggling as well. The Clippers are struggling. The teams we mentioned last week, yeah, the Lakers, the Phoenix, Nets. Phoenix. Well, the, yeah, yeah, the Lakers and the Nets have kind of made a little bit of a move this week. But, yeah. But yeah, we'll have to be talking about them. So number one pick overall, Cade Cunningham, finally had his first match. Unfortunately, he only shot one for eight, which at 12.5% is the second worst field goal percentage by a number one overall pick in the NBA debut in the modern draft era with a minimum of five shots. The other one on five shots, Anthony Bennett, 0 for 5. What a career he has. Where the fuck is he now? Yeah, no kidding. Probably working at frigging Kmart or something. Yeah, Yeah, look, it it certainly makes me feel a little bit better about the fact we didn't trade the war chest for him, but he'll come good. Oh, it's one game. He'll come good. Yeah. Now, Trey Young, $15,000 fine for brushing the arm of an official... We've seen this. He missed a shot. Kind of looked like he got bumped. And as he's come running around the back of the, the referee, he's kind of given him a little bit of a clip on the arm. Yep. What are your thoughts? Well, I'll turn it back to you first. Do you think it was intentional? Yes. I do too. I just think he hit it a little bit better than Toby Green did. Oh, he hit it incredibly Toby well. Toby Green didn't hide it. He, I think he, like, I think he meant it, but he hit it well yeah. enough that I think he shouldn't have got fined for that. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it did seem incidental to and, me. Although it probably opens up a can of worms. Maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. I think there was plausible deniability there because he did kind of hide it because it kind of looked like he was looking at his shot rather than where his surrounds were. Yeah. So there was plausible deniability. So, yeah. Maybe if he turns around and 
gives him the whole like, oh, sorry, didn't mean. Yeah, to do that. he maybe. maybe could have apologized more. Yeah, not so know. great. Yeah. From something not so great to something moderately hilarious. Yes. Oh, it's bound to happen. The Ben Simmons saga has taken a pretty sharp nosedive. Well, it just continues. Downward so spiral. The Portland Trailblazers were in town today. And it has to be said, they haven't been great, Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard averaging career lows in points, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, steals and blocks. And he's been very forthcoming about his struggles. To his credit. Mm. Yeah. And it, he's another one of the, the many people struggling with the rule changes, which we'll probably talk about a bit more. Yes, definitely. Once we have a bit more it. of a sample size on that one, I think. But we heard the chance. We want Lillard. Yeah. We're bound to happen. From the Philadelphia faithful. And I'll tell you what, they'd be lucky to get him for Simmons right now. I think they might have to stick with McCollum. If they yeah, get yeah, him. yeah. So, yeah, it's not, it's, but it's interesting. The Sixers, honestly, like one game out of first place right now, no Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid's not Heard playing again. right now. Yeah, yep. But they're getting like 10 points a game plus from Furkan Korkmaz, Shake Milton, Tyrese Maxey, and Seth Curry to go with Embiid and Tobias Harris. Matisse Thibel doing what he does. He's averaging 21 minutes a game, still the only guy in the league with one and a half blocks and steals a game. Oh, he's been, his highlight reel has been fantastic. The Aussie's highlight reel, along with Josh Kitty, has been fantastic. And he burned Paul George today. He, he really did. I mean, Poor George burned the team in the end, which was a good which thing. Which is a good thing, yeah. Because you wanted them to lose, but and yeah. last little Aussie fact for you, Joe Ingles, a thousand three-pointers in his career. So. Oh, very nice. And Jock Landau had a good game today. And Green for Dallas has getting some minutes too. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all coming up trumps. Apart from Ben Simmons. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this Sport Blokes segment. Why not listen to the full episode and check out their Twitter at Sport Blokes. 